Welcome to another Black Talk Radio News with Scotty Reed. And joining me for this episode is one of our longtime friends of the network, Kwabana Rasuli of ClearTheAirwaysProject.org. But before we get started, just want to remind you to support the production of independent black media. You can go to BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. You can find a lot of great podcasts on topics dealing with race, racism, as well as slavery. But um, one of our favorite topics of this show is confronting what we have come to call murder music. And Kwabana has a lot of names for it, but we call it murder music that is flooding the airways 24-7 and targeting black communities. But the code word that they use is urban, the urban market. So first, let me say good evening to you, Kwabana. Hey, good evening, Brother Scotty. It's been a minute, man. And uh, happy, I don't know if I'm say happy Black Music Month, but we're recognizing Black Music Month. Uh, June 2022, man, and this is a good way to kick it off. Most certainly, most certainly. And again, uh, please check out his website, cleartheairwaysproject.org. So let's jump right into it. We got three different topics that we want to cover. And the first one is um, this young man who was friends with my daughter posted a video of himself, and we're going to share the video, but he posted a video of himself uh, pretending to be a white person singing rap songs. And I'm not going to give it away too much, but I thought it was pretty interesting. And my daughter thought it thought I would like to see it. So she tagged me in the post. And, and so let's go ahead and take a look at that video right now. So let me go ahead and... believe that's the right screen let's see all right can you see my screen there can you see the video yes i can see the screen you haven't started the video yet but i see the screen yeah okay let's start the video oh you need your audio on So this is what Michael Jackson, uh, son spelled S-U-N, uh, Michael Jackson, and he posted this yesterday and he said, the sad reality of hip hop part one. I started off joking with this one, but we're in more serious direction towards the end. And so when I saw that, I was like, yeah, the production could have been better, but the concept is ingenious. And what were your thoughts when I shared it with you, Kwabana? It, it, it's important that we make examples like that and share the reality of what this music what this music is doing because as you and I both know it's mainly Europeans who can afford to go to these minstrel fests who buy and purchase a lot of this music and they just look at it as again a minstrel fest and it's a joke and some of them take it even further than that when they I know we always talk about Malcolm who, who talks about the power of the media and music is of course power of the media how it influences people 
And so, no, that, that is very important. When, when, the, um, when the massacre took place in Buffalo a couple of weeks ago, one of the things we inside a grocery store, one of the things that we shared was the first artist, lyrics from the first artist that uh, the brother Jack Sun was, um, was emulating right there, that's the baby. And the baby said in that first song, that, that got nominated for Grammys, by the way, that President Barack Obama said with one of his favorite songs, on that first song, he said, I'ma burn Mia in, I'm fitting to burn Mia in at the store where your, where your mammy and grandmama shop at. And I'm like, damn, is that the baby? Or is that that the dude that massacred them people? Because I know if my mother and grandmother had been in Buffalo, they probably were shopping at the tops too. They would have been shopping there. And he doesn't even say mama, he says mammy. So no, that's that's so on point. Yeah, and, and so for those that didn't really, um, wasn't able to see some of the subtitles, you know, he was saying, this is KKK member. And so I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to be like, yo, get that filter on TikTok where you can put a picture up of an actual clans member, but then just, uh, um, you know, make your eyes and your mouth show through. Because, I mean, think about it, man. You know, the message is one I would assume that the clan would agree with. Yeah. And it's also, since you mentioned tops, one of the things people were saying, you know, well, why they don't attack? you know, gang members, why they don't go to the hood, you know, when these terrorists strike, you know, they're, they're usually attacking uh, people who are unsuspecting and unprepared to defend themselves. And my point is, okay, if, if I'm a white supremacist terrorist, why would I go to kill the very people that's killing more black people than I am? If anything, I'm gonna go have a beer with them and slap them on the back and say, good job, son. Wow, good point, brother. Good point, because that's pretty much what they're doing. They're acting on behalf of white Euro domination and African annihilation. Word. Yeah. All right. So the next thing I want to move on to is Pete Rock. Now, I know the name Pete Rock. Was he with third base? No, that I think that was, uh, I don't think Pete Rock was with third base. He may have produced something for them. I'm not sure. That was uh, Brother MF Doom that was with third base for a minute. Pete Rock was with CL Smooth. They reminisce. Yeah, smooth, yeah. So they just name dropped Pete Rock in a couple of tracks. It seemed like he was on that on, on one of those tracks, or his name was dropped in one of those tracks. But anyway, um Pete Rock made a Twitter post about drill rap. Now you know drill rap has been in the muse in the news, excuse me, in New York City because you have the new mayor of, of New York. What's his name? Eric Adams or or something like that. And and so he's trying to get drill rap banned from social media. I don't know if he's trying to get it banned on the airwaves and what have you, but he's focusing mainly on drill rap because it seems to be, you know, really taken off there. And the first time I heard of drill rap was from you when you were talking about drill rappers like Chief Keith out of the Chicago area. So, you know, that's the political side of it with Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, trying to get it banned in some some uh, respect or the other. But of course, I thought of you, and I was like, hey, he need to call up Kwabena Rasuli and get with him and his comrades about that resolution they was trying to get passed to ban, you know, not just drill rap, but all violent, you know, misogynistic, murderistic music from the airways. So, you know, before we go to what Pete Rock said, what do you have to say about what Eric Adams is attempting to do? Well, you know, you talk about Eric Adams in New York, but our, our comrade Bob Law 
had, had already talked to him about this before he became mayor. So he knew what was going on. And then to come to find out, I think his son works with Jay-Z because I know he had a meeting with some rappers. And then he came to Chicago to meet with Mayor Lightfoot and their main topic was the violence. So I watched their 24 minute press conference dealing with this and the, the music did not come up not one time. The ratchet drill music, which originated in Chicago, did not come up one time. I wanna make something else clear that people you know, talk about drill rap. And you know, you and I, again, this came out when you and I first started communicating. But way before then, there was a, plenty of violence in the music. Plenty yeah. of uh, kill black people, kill ends, music, uh, violence in the slop hop music. So they, they, they took it to another level. But man, what would you think Jay-Z got famous for? You know, so it, it's been around for a while and, and others and NWA, of course, and others who've been pushing that violent music. But I, I wish, and when you talk about that resolution, that resolution is now, it's June, it was Black Music Month 2019 when we introduced, well, we didn't introduce it, but Miss um, Inez Barron, Councilperson Inez Barron introduced that resolution to the New York City Council. That resolution is still sitting, laying dormant in the New York City Council. Uh, several of us, brother from uh, CMOTAP, uh, sister of uh, Marcia, brother Bernard, we all got together and we wrote letters to each and every city council member in New York City last year, last spring, and pleading with them, asking them to please bring this resolution, hear this resolution, and pass this resolution. And so it's still sitting there, and we need to get another push. I know Charles Barron is now um, is now in, on the council, and not Inez anymore, but we need to get this resolution heard and passed in the city of New York. So before I, I again get to Pete Rock's uh, statement on Twitter. Another thing that caught my eye out of New York, you know, down there in Georgia, I believe is Fulton County, the uh, prosecutor, uh, district attorney, whichever they call it down there, a black woman has indicted. Um, what's the name of the group? Uh, young, young gun or, or something, you know, them guys names. Gunner is one of the rappers and the other rapper is young slug. We call him young slug, but he's known as young thug. And uh, I think 28, 28 uh, all that got indicted recently on RICO charges. Right. And, and so people in New York, and I even heard Killer Mike, who was from Atlanta, um, trying to defend, like New York is trying to uh, pass a law, which I can't recall the exact name of it, but it's like to protect rappers, protect artists from having their lyrics used against them. And my position on that is, this is nonsense. This is nonsense. These are confession tapes. Now, I ain't never heard of nobody making up some stuff, some fake gangsters, because there's some fake gangsters in the game too. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Who, 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 who on the, on the, on the, uh, on the record will be talking all that trash. But that's not how they was brought up, and that's not how they living. All right. But that's how they making their money off of pushing that to others. So I'm like, you can't be indicted for something you made up that never happened. They're not just being indicted, you know, uh, uh, on RICO charges because they made some violent lyrics and they not being charged for making these violent lyrics. What they, what they did is they told on themselves in some of these lyrics that at least that's what the allegation is, is that you had somebody killed and then you bragged about it on the record. I call that, they call them, you know, you got mixtapes out there. I call them confession tapes. You making confession tapes. And of course that can be used as evidence against you. But then you got politicians in New York and people like Killer Mike trying to make it about 
protecting the artists like they just making up stuff you know and when they know they have to know that some of these guys are actually bragging on actual crimes that they have done your thoughts on that i mean our, our comrade bernard creamer who wrote the book who stole the soul the weaponization of hip-hop he, he he pointed out that instead of jay-z and meek mill and killer mike and kelly Rowland and all them and these others and, and uh fat joe talking about uh stop prosecuting for them lyrics. Why don't you get on these rappers and tell them to stop making songs about taking the life of people, about killing people. Why don't you do that? I mean, you got like, you know, you just reported the other day, you had a brother and his baby. Somebody wanted to shoot, shoot up a house and kill them. And they make songs about that, spraying blocks and spinning on blocks twice. And when you finish looking like the world and it came to an end. Tell the rappers to stop making music or stop putting lyrics about that. You know, this goes back to the day, days of Bobby Smurder when he came out with hot N-I-G-G-A and told on himself. And when you think about uh, Gunner, Gunner was just on Saturday Night Live uh, recently, along with No Future, uh, Young Slug wasn't with him. I think he had been on there a little earlier. And they got this song out called Poppin' Peas. On the second line of the song, No Future says, cop new hammers for my peace. We don't want no peace. This is on the radio every day, all day, on stations all throughout the country, the second line, in the song is in where he says he got new hammers for his gun and we don't want no peace. And you know, then a couple of weeks later, this, this gunner gets indicted, Young Thug gets indicted. Something interesting about Young Young Thug, Young Slug, he said years ago, I'll never forget this, that if he ever, I hope I can say this, I guess I'm gonna say it, it ain't probably too bad. He said if he ever had to do a bid, he wanted to grow some titties so he can go to a, uh, go to a female person. Mm. That's what he said. Now I guess he got a chance, well, he probably can't get the hormone shots or whatever right now, but that's what he said. And wow. he also said, when they asked him about the Mike Brown situation, because he's been around for a minute, uh, the Mike Brown situation, he said, oh, we're not worried about that. We all been having fun. We blinging and this, whatever. Let the courts handle that. He said, let the courts handle that. Mm. And they had no flies on him for a little while after that. And, you know, now look where you're at, man. And so, you know, people say a lot of times, you know, y'all making excuses for them and, you know, it, it, you know, and, and, and we say, y'all, there's a difference between excuses and reasons. We talk about the reason why a lot of these, these things happen so we can address those reasons so we can stop them from happening. We're not trying to excuse the rappers or any other people when we point out how this industry is force feeding our children and our, the masses this madness. We, 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 we're pointing that out. And we said, again, we're not trying to make excuses because the courts ain't going to excuse them. You know, when they, get, when they get confronted with one of their homeboys or somebody else, one of their ops that they dissed on a record or that they did something bad to, they're they not excusing them, so why should we excuse them? Right, right. We deal, we deal with reason. You know, they had 250 rappers die last year. 200 of them were from, hot, uh, were from guns, gunshot victims. 200. And that was just was known. 200 rappers, man. And uh, they still pushing this poison. bro. No, I mean, you know, we're, we're, I guess they'll work it out what comes out with Gunna and, and, and Young Thug. And we just I just found out the other day that YFN Lucy has been locked up on RICO charges, too. This is a cat who had the song out talking about uh, he going to uh, tear your face off with a gun. He going to kill you and blast your face off. Hmm. You know, his song was on the air all the time a couple of years ago. I'm going to F your H and pay her bills. Hmm. You know, this was in the chorus of the song. Oh, that's what he said. He said, chopper decapitate him, blow his face off. That fool over in, in Texas, first thing he did was shoot his, shoot his grandmama in the face. Before wow. he went out and uh, killed them other people. And this is in the, in the, in, on the radio all the time, talking about blowing somebody's face off. Mm, mm, mm. 
Well, let's take a look at what uh, Pete had to say. And uh, we'll just go uh, straight to the article portion that posted his tweet because he actually dismissed it. And it looks like he shared a clip of Eric Adams uh, talking about this, but we're not, we don't want to, you know, we've just talked about Eric Adams. But anyway, Pete Rock said, good morning, drill rap. That's drill rap. Trash, that's trash hop, not hip hop. I've been told y'all about this kind of shit. I don't care. Call me what you want. But that kind of hip hop is doo doo and it disrupts the soul. I told y'all that already, man, laughing out loud, shaking my head. Nobody speaks up on this trash, LOL. Well, he must have never heard of Clear the Airways Project or Black Talk Radio News, all right? Or uh, he goes on to say, drill rap, not even for the birds or the streets. It's the result of greed, people with no talent, and the destruction of the culture. Y'all never see the play when it's happening and everyone complains but does not speak up and say a word. Now this. This how we going out, it's on social media, but who is really promoting this? Talk about that. So I guess he must be referencing um, whatever Eric Adams is, is talking about uh, in this video, but we're not going to watch the video. So your thoughts on, on what he had to say? Pete Rock, you, like you said, he hasn't been checking out what Black Talk Media has been dealing with. Or, uh, or the Clear Airways Project or Rage Against the Ratchet. There's several out here, people out here who have been, and groups out here who have been uh, dealing with this issue. We need more. For years, over a decade, I think, some of y'all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well over a decade. And it's, but it, but the, 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 I'm glad he said it again. I'm glad he said it. I hope we just can mobile. I saw Tony, uh, what's Tony's last name? She's a hip-hop sister out of New York also. She finally started talking about it too. But more of us need to deal with this because it's obvious. that You know, when we do this music survey, the Sad State of Black Music Survey, we ask, people of all ages, mostly the youth, they understand that it's a problem. They understand because they, they're the ones who are targeted. And a lot of them are tired of it. They are. They say, how can that be on the radio? Yeah, this stuff is, yeah, it's 90% of it tells us to shoot and kill each other. And it has an influence. For those that don't know what Quabin is talking about, he goes out in the community and just goes up to random people in public and asks and gives them the survey and they, you know, answer his questions. Yeah, we asked them, what's the percentage of music that you and your peers listen to that drop in bombs on us, that call our women folk B's and H's, and brags about it and encourages us to shoot and kill each other? And these numbers are, are crazy high. You know, they're just ridiculous. So, But check, you can check that out on, uh, it's on YouTube, look it up, uh, the Sad State of Black Music Survey. And so I'm glad Pete Rock said it. We need more artists to talk about it. There has been a hip-hop code of silence. We talked about the police code of silence, that blue code of silence. There's been a slop-hop code of silence. And it needs to be broken. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw a video and I talked about it in my video from yesterday about this young black man and his intent was good. Okay. So I'm not criticizing him. He said what he said, but a lot of these people, are, we are reactionary when these Republicans, uh, when there's a big mass shooting that makes the news, you know, they always want to talk about rap and, and video games and stuff. And it's not that they're wrong, but it's that, they only talk about it when something happens and then they don't do nothing about it. Okay. It's like they just using us uh, or using rap and using video games to deflate without working on any solutions. You know, I, I'm sure you haven't heard from any of these people that be on the news talking, you know, about that. 
Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen any of them talking about why the FCC don't enforce its decency rules. I don't hear any, and especially Republicans, I don't hear any of these conservatives talking about, hey, you mean to tell me uh, conservative talk radio, uh, those corporations also own the stations that's in the urban market that's playing this very rap that we criticizing? So, you know... You know, bank capital, you know, the, the stuff with the iHeart and, and Crawford. Stuff. Yeah, and uh and Emus and so many others, and even ones like Radio One who pushed that and they're black on. But yeah, we we uh filed complaints. Clearly our clearly airways project filed formal complaints with the Federal Communications Commission. People always talk about bring the feds into Chicago to deal with the violence, bring the feds in. We brought them in. We brought the feds in, not the not the not the uh, shock troops to the agents. To come in and, and you know harass and beat us down. We brought the Federal Communications Commission that has decency standards that states that you cannot play content that is profane and indecent between the hours of six o'clock in the morning and ten o'clock at the night because our children might be listening. Those are the times of day that our children are most likely to be listening. So they said you can't do that, even though they uphold the First Amendment rights of free speech. All right. But then at ten o'clock they say, at ten o'clock at night they give them a little leeway, but they say obscene content. No matter what time, that cannot be played. And these radio stations play this obscene, violent, uh, hateful content constantly, 24-7, 365. And so uh, when we filed our complaint, put airways uh, against them, iHeart and Crawford, their attorneys had to respond. And then we responded in kind. And it took almost a year for them to respond to our, our complaint against Crawford. And they decided with the radio stations against the people and it took over a year. We just got the response from the iHeart complaint, uh, GCI, in January. It just came in this past January after going well over a year uh, for the FCC to respond to that. And we had to go to our congressman out here in order to get the FCC to, to give us a decision. We had to push the congressman because FCC reports to the Congress. And so, you know, the government's talking about the gun laws and all that. And we know the gun laws is not going to solve, even if they said that, it's not going to solve this problem. It's a, it's a problem upside, upside the head of the people, inside the head of the people. And if you keep on playing this music, this content, like Steve Pico said, the greatest weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. And they're destroying our minds with this crap, this violent, violent garbage. So let me just um, take a look at what this congressman actually said, and I'll pull his name from the article. You know, I think the article is 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 really just dismissive, uh, typical liberal type stuff and just dismissing what he's saying. And this is what he said. He said, when I grew up, things were different. He continued. Um, first, let's get the guy's name and say Representative Jackson. What's his first name? Let's find out what that is. Representative Ronnie Jackson, a Republican out of Texas. And maybe I'll send this video um, of 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 you talking about this issue to him all right but this is what he said when i grew up things were different he continued and i just think the kids are exposed to all kinds of horrible stuff nowadays too i look back and i think about the horrible stuff they hear when they listen to rap music the video games that they watch from a really early age with all of this horrible violence and stuff and I just think that they have this access to the internet on a regular basis, which is just, you know, it's not good for kids. Quabana, that could have came out of your mouth, brother. Well, I, I was about to say, I mean, he's, he's telling the truth. 
He is telling the truth, but he has to, he has more power than I can because the FCC again reports to Congress, and they can go to the FCC and and, and look over their uh, our complaint and look over their decision to side with the radio stations against the people in terms of playing all this stuff that he just talked about that wasn't around or wasn't out there for our children to hear. And the FCC again, they have laws and standards that that fight against this, and they don't enforce, they don't enforce them. And then when the people got to them and say, "Hey, enforce this. This is killing us." It's so we're going to decide, we're going to side with the side with the radio station. This is what one of the writers said, and we kind of pressed for time. So I'm going to speed us up to a conclusion. But the person who wrote this article said, I find it funny how it's always rap music that gets blamed for horrible tragedies and not the representatives unwilling to act to protect the citizens they represent. Reportedly, the Senate GOP is willing to work on gun control legislation. I'll believe it when I see it. There may be bipartisan interest in expanding background checks and red flag laws, but that's the extent things could go now my position is is no i'm not and, and i don't think we have ever blamed the violence that we see on a daily basis you know in our community what over 50 shot this week uh memorial day weekend in chicago in the area you know you work in and i forget how many killed i think it was like 13 something like that but but i've never said it's the sole cause, but it's a contributing factor as a Christian. And so I'm speaking to people who know, you know, the Christian teachings. And, and even if you ain't a Christian, you probably heard heard the saying, you know, that uh, to guard your ear gate and your eye gate. Why? Because the things that you're looking at, the things that you're listening to can seep into your spirit and then manifest itself through you. That that should be a universal spiritual principle, I, I believe. And and so it's a contributing factor, but I would say it's it's probably more of a contributing factor in the urban markets that's targeted with this stuff 24-7, rather than I don't know what this is this this young Hispanic troubled young man you know, a little bit about him. I know he was bullied. He was cutting on his face. Plenty of, was torturing animals. This is still a, a, a young man whose brain was still developing. And I'm not making excuses because there is no no excuse. But, but there were plenty of warning signs and somebody should have saw them and got him some help for what was ailing him. Okay. But I don't know what he was listening to. I know he was playing them violent video games, so all of it has an impact. Not just the music, but society. We live in the most, Malcolm, uh, Dr. King said, this is the most violent nation on the planet of the earth. He said, it, to quote him exactly, the greatest purveyor of violence on the face of the earth. We just sent $40 billion worth of weapons of mass destruction to some racist neo-Nazis in Ukraine just to kill some Russians. So, hey, it's part, it's a big part, in my opinion. And what kind of society, what does it say about you that this is how you, this is, you don't find anything wrong with talking about people shooting people. Um, I think the baby talk about made his girlfriend drink some pee in a cup or something like that. And then we never hear the Me Too movement on the misogyny in it. So I'm going to shut up and, and, and get your final thoughts. Now, I don't know if the Me Too movement even exists anymore. We haven't heard from them in a while, but it's, you know, it, but I don't know. We said 
uh, hip hop gets a pass on that in, uh, Me Too movement, on the Time's Up movement, on the Arlen movement, so hip or uh, pop gets a pass on all that. But my final thoughts are, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just time, it's been time that we, we do something about this. I, I believe like you, I don't think it's the sole reason, but my father asked me a few years ago, when uh, the year when we had, right after we had, I think it was almost 12 people shot every day in Chicago, the majority of them looking like us. He said, "What do you? How many people you think would be getting shot if uh, if that music was off these radio stations?" And I said, "Uh, it's a good question, Daddy." I said, "Probably about four, maybe four days. Big city, you know, it's ingrained, but I, I think it has it plays a major role, a major role in, in this. Not just not just the actual songs that say shoot and kill people, but also the fact that you call your your brothers ends. You know, you drop that in bomb all the time. That's a dehumanizing term that that says it's okay." to stomp somebody out. They're not a full human being. They're in. You know, when you call your sisters B's and H's, you know, that's that's a female dog. That's less than human. So you can take a, really, you can't even take a life of a dog like that and get away with it. But, I mean, it's, it's so many factors in this music that, that's, that's causing this stuff. But yeah, it's music is culture. That's why this month, this Black Music Month, I'm glad I, I, I'll share with this. That's why this theme for this year's Black Music Month is acknowledging the power and influence of black music. That's the thing for Black Music Month 2022, acknowledging the power and influence of black music. Our music has been, you know, the, the pretty much the only music that addressed issues and all these issues from mm -hmm. Strange Fruit going up to Black and I'm Proud to the music of Earth, Wind and Fire and Marvin and War. I mean, it's, and it's been doing it, even some of the hip hop, the conscious hip hop and the hip hop that- like Public, Public Enemy, X-Clan. Tribe called Quest. Yes. yes, and that music too. But now it's to the point where there's still artists making that sort of music, but they're 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 being marginalized. We don't have control of our music. We got that's so it's time for a new paradigm shift in our music, and mm -hmm. uh, we need to just make that happen sooner than later, brother. But because again, we're seeing the results. We had almost twenty thousand homicides in the U.S. last year. The vast majority of those affected by these homicides look just like you and I, brother. Right. I think uh, I've seen a statistic that said 53 percent of all victims of gun violence in the United States are African uh, descendant people. But well, Kwame, we're, we're running out of time, man. Anything you want you got coming up that you want to hit the people off with. And of course, we want to tell them to visit your website, which is clear to airways project dot org. Yes. Visit the website. Also, check us out on Facebook. The Airways Project. Uh, also check out Elevated Arts and Culture Collective. It's a, it's a collective of, of individuals, artists, and those who support the arts who pledge not to do music or do content that is detrimental to the African masses and pledge to do music that's going to uplift the people. And so we have a, for Black Music Month, we have a forum coming up this Saturday at one o'clock Eastern time. Uh, Brother Bernard will be talking about media literacy and talking about his book, uh, Who Stole the Soul, The Weaponization of Hip Hop. Then later on in the month, we're doing our second showcase where we're, uh, where we're going to be also uh, highlighting artists that are part of our collective. And this summer, we're working on a Respect Yourself Youth Initiative along with the National Black Leadership Alliance. So in several cities around the country, we're getting with these youth and we're talking about these, these code, codes of behavior and just you know dealing with things about respecting yourself and, and how it's important to respect yourself. So we were doing, putting in that work, man. And, um, so it's very important that we continue this. So yeah, appreciate you, man. And um, I want I want also want to give some, send out some love. I know it's not the topic, but it's always a topic in a way. We understand that brother Matula Shakur is, is really struggling right now. 
Right. He's still locked up, political prisoner locked up. I'm gonna send some love out to him and the family and hopefully he'll get released, him and his comrades. And we're also glad, I know like, you know, Brother Sundiata Akole got released last week. Right. Another Black Liberation uh, Army soldier, uh, Thomas McCurry, Brother Bloods, May transition and they're, uh, they're having a ceremony uh, actually on Friday this weekend coming up near you, not too not too far from you in South Carolina. All right. Well, thanks again, Quabnum, and you keep up the great work, man, and keep that fight in spirit. We're going to see some change because we're going to be that change that we want to see. Peace and blessings to all Black Talk Radio News with Scotty Reed, BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. Right on, brother.